Hey everyone, and welcome back to my Blacadian universe. Today I want to talk about feminism and specifically what that means as a black woman. So let's talk about it. As a sociologist and just my general nature, <laughs> I was always curious about, you know, feminism. I've studied feminism. Um, and, um, you know, I talked a little couple weeks ago now about the stereotype of a strong black woman, you know, generally is not being seen as a human being. We sort of possess this boundless strength, apparently. You know, we are the pillars of you know, the black family, um, we support black men, you know, and we do, it's a source of great pride for black women, but it's also a great burden. And, you know, in my studies, I, it took me to the roots of black feminism. And one of the first people I learned about was Sojourner Truth. And uh, Sojourner was a, you know, slave that later gained freedom. And she was an advocate for abolition. And of course, she was a very charismatic speecher, speaker, excuse me. She uh, had her very famous speech, Ain't I a Woman? And um, interestingly, you know, she declared that the spirit called her to preach truth and so she renamed herself sojourner truth um, she was born isabella bomfrey and so uh she did have her very famous speech uh ain't i a woman and it speaks on the hardships of being black and a woman and uh what's so interesting is that um even from 1851 till today uh the words still resonate truth of what it means to be a black woman in north america and you know it's just highlighting the great you know having the racial and gender inequality and um i'll just read a little bit of um, her speech that um, I think is so powerful. So she says, that man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helps me into carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any best place. Ain't I a woman? So what I like so much about this is just, um, you know, she's speaking on the need for protection, you know, that, you know, society has been built around this idea of women needing protection. And it is something that, um, black women seem to be exempt from you know i spoke of you know meg the stallion getting shot and it being like a giant joke and how it would not be 
at all funny if it happened to a white woman because we've all been taught that women need to be protected but what people don't say out loud is that that doesn't apply to women of color um you know it's that we're be we're sort of seen as other as an other woman what you're what we're seeing or what we're being told about protecting what we're taught who we're being taught needs protection is white women you know they're seen as frail and needing of protection whereas those stereotypes around black women being so strong and tough and you know uh, you know i've spoken this on well about you know how even down to like doctors thinking that black women don't need like the same sort of painkillers because they believe so strongly in this stereotype of us being inhuman that we're treated so differently down to our fundamental health care and it's true you know ain't i a woman it's true in 1851 as it is today that you know not that um that i think it's something being protected i think is something that men and women alike need but it's just always interesting to me that it applies to women so clearly in our society but of course not black women and I I, I just there's <laughs> there's something about having a weakness or people think it's a weakness to say that I need and you know I, I think that we should change our vocabulary around that to say I need protection as a black woman I need to be shown the same courtesies as any human being we all like niceties we all like feeling valued and taken care of and um it's it's something i i think that we you know have to say more out loud and so another part of sojourner truth's um speech was speaking to black motherhood and i think it's something again that really speaks to me and of course really rings true even today in 2020 um that um you know women as mothers are revered and you know we believe that you know all creatures especially like as mothers would do anything for their children um but you know black women have never been seen um by people in that same way um so she sojourner she says i have borne 13 children and seen almost all sold off to slavery and when i cried out with my mother's grief none but jesus heard me ain't i a woman and and so again she's saying that you know motherhood and mothers being with their children is seen as the utmost importance in society and that still didn't apply to her as a woman because she was black and it's just um you know 
so, so powerful. And I think, you know, the history in more recent history in like the 80s and 90s, you know, black women being seen as like, you know, having, I think, the whole terrible crack babies, you know, term became uh, prevalent. And, you know, black women were being painted with this brush of being incapable of taking care of their children. And, and again, it is another tool of dehumanizing us to make us seem that we aren't like everybody else. We aren't like white people. We're less than. Um, because, you know, everyone will say, well, if they can't even take care of, you know, their children, then how could they be women? How could they be human? And so, you know, she speaks of her pain being just as real as any other mother's, but nobody heard her cries because if they did, they would have never taken away her children. You know, it's just... <laughs> it's 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 interesting how these things continue on i mean people think that you know there's been so much change and it's so much is still the same you know um i've had friends of mine who who tell me that you know people are shocked to see how they care black women how they care for their children that you know people will come up to them and say oh my goodness it's just so wonderful to see you guys together and you know they're like they'll say to me Denise there were other people you know at the playground playing with them but they had to make a point you know white people often you know I say often but it was it's been exclusively white you know, families and women saying, oh, how wonderful to see you together because, you know, when I say we don't want to have our lives be teachable moments for people, but unfortunately, sometimes that is the case as being um, a black person in white space, that they are saying that they've been taught that they would never see this. They would never see a loving black family. They would never see, you know, a black woman who, you know, would love their child just as much as they love their child and you know it's nice to see that we've changed someone's opinion that we you know unearthed some sort of bias that they held and you know their mind was changed that day but it shouldn't exist in the first place is the point of the story and I think that's the crux of that was a lot to get to this point which is black feminism has always been different than, you know, feminism as a whole. We have different issues that need to be addressed because we are fighting for our, for equality as well as being seen as women, period. You know, the same rights that were afforded to women were often not applied to black women. You know, when the first wave of feminism came for, you know, white women, uh, black women were often left out of that movement. They were excluded from community gatherings, you know, for the suffrage, the right to vote. Um, you know, and we've always struggled to have our voices heard, even when the fight, you know, was happening and it was supposed to be inclusive for all. Um, you know, getting black women's voices heard for that fight was always difficult. And it, you know, comes back to, you know, having that 
race and gender, we have two strikes against us for as black women. You know, we aren't the right race to have our, we aren't white to have our voices heard and we're women. So, you know, again, you know, with gender inequality as well, you know, that's also a struggle for us. And there isn't to say that, you know, feminism for white women hasn't been inclusive and it hasn't changed. It's just that feminism for black women have to address these issues you know the issues of being seen having representation uh i i also want to talk more later because i have a lot to say about it on love um black women deserve to be loved you know i um the whole issue with um prince harry and Meghan markle and people are upset because they don't think that she is worth him giving anything up for because she's a black woman you know if he left the monarchy for a white woman it would be a wonderful love story and tale and they'd be writing movies about it but because she's black no one can understand why he's doing it because she's not worthy you know they don't want to admit it to themselves they might not even know why but um you know they don't understand why she's deserving of his love and it's because she's black um and you know i think the how black people are treated when they're sick how they're seen especially black women as being this strong stereotype it's led to black women being killed it's you know led to women black women being afraid to go seek medical attention because they just feel like they're not going to be taken seriously and um it, i think that there's been tons of progress made um for um black women women in general and i i, I feel like you know uh people might be upset with the differences between there's not it's it's okay to acknowledge that different women have different challenges and we have to fight for different things we need allies uh with our fight as black women it's not exclusionary we are not excluding you know anyone people of color white people to our fight but it's not to say that we ha can't acknowledge that our fight is different than your fight. And I think that's what black f feminism is about. You know, there's so much work that needs to be done for equality for black women. You know, that when we get shot, it's not a joke and no one laughs at us. You know, when our children are ripped from our arms, people pay attention. Um, people don't assume that it's because we were negligent in the first place. When we cry, that you know someone wipes our tears that we're seen as worthy of being loved by people of all races and that when we speak everyone listens thanks so much for listening i will talk to you next time